and action. Click. <laughs> um, okay, let's get this adjusted. Okay. Go ahead and talk. Say something trucking. Trucking. Tractor trailer. There's also big trucks. There's trucks. You're just trying to get me to say, Mr. Trucker, my mic is not working. I don't hear me at all. You don't hear you? No. Go ahead, talk. I am talking. And you Oh now wait, it's my, my headset, that adapter you have. What do you mean? Well now I'm hearing. Okay. Good. Hey. Hey. Hi. Hello. Hello. All right. So talk CDL. Go ahead and talk. I got, I need a little bit more. Give me more cowbell. Ding, 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 ding. All right. There you are. Okay. Yeah, talk. Yeah. I need to adjust you up. Okay. All right. Talk. Give me some trucker talk. Breaker one nine. Breaker one nine. For what me. I mean, what else do truckers say? <laughs> huh? I am not unloading. <laughs> I am not unloading. I don't do the Northeast. I am not a lumper. Yeah, okay. I will not drive in the snow. I don't do the Northeast. I want to go to Florida. No, you know, a lot of them say I don't like Florida. Well, it's because it's some of them don't like the weather, but it's mostly because there's not much coming out of it. That's and exactly it's, it. And it's, they can't stand that. Right. They can't stand the fact that when they go to get a load, they're sitting right. a lot in Florida. Florida's right. seasonable. You know what I mean? If you if you come here with a reefer, we got a lot of salt, seasonable. Uh -huh. And 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 flatbed work. There's some flatbed stuff down here too. You know, yeah, I know yeah. flatbedders get loaded. It's the dry box guys that. And we got a lot of construction going on right now. Yeah, we do have a lot of construction, but at least you, where we're at. Yeah, and you know, I mean, how many times do we see truckloads just here in the state of Florida of guys going down south? Like we live in the mid the middle of Florida going down the gulf but down in the very southern area where they grow watermelons and stuff they'll go down every spring and grab tra trailer loads yeah huge and the oranges right and they'll bring them up and they'll just sell them on the side of the road and then well right now we're going into our strawberry season so um february yeah the end of february is is the strawberry festival so in plant city yeah the and the strawberries here are like the size of Oranges, they're huge. Some, some, I don't know. It depends on what kind of. Well, we're having a lot of cold weather, so we could end up having a really good strawberry season. Yeah. So I mean, if you're if you're if you're pulling a reefer, you can come into Florida and you can uh, get in and out really good. We did a poll the other day on Talk CDL on your five favorite states mm -hmm. to drive in, and uh, I, I'm not going to reveal them right now. I was going to say we're going to do a pod on yeah, that, right? Yeah, we're going to do a pod on so that. But it's interesting it that now. we started talking about this. But okay. anyways, let me ask you a question. Okay. When you get pulled over, have you been pulled over by the police before? Yes. You have? Yes. Yeah, and, and you see, what now what do you do when you get pulled over? Besides batting your eyes and crying, what, what, what actually do you do? I say, oh, shit, first to myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's what I do. I go, oh. Crap. Damn. All right. All right. So, <laughs> so anyway, so. And then you, I say, Troy, I told you not to do that. Yeah, but mm -hmm. I'm not usually with you when you get pulled over. When I get pulled over, you have never been with me when I got pulled over. Right. I remember you got pulled over with our kids at one time doing like 15 over or some crap. But anyways, so what do you do? Like, okay, the cop pulls you over, right? Right. He, he, oh, did you hear that big lip smack? You just I did. did? I yeah, did. that's editing. We'll have to get that out now. Okay. Well, you're still going to end it anyways, right? You know, let, just let Mr. Trucker call the play here for a second. Uh. All right. So anyways, you get pulled over, right? Uh-huh. All right. You pull over the side of the road. Yeah, we already covered that. Right. And the cop approaches you. Okay. Cue the Ruth Ann. What do you do? 
Well, I just told you. Do you, you reach for something under the seat real fast? No, no, no. Do you scream at the cop? Heck no. What do you do? What do you? What, tell me I like sit a routine. There, I sit there meek and humble. And I, 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 like I said, I say, oh, shit to myself first. And then I sit there for a second. And then I go, okay, that was dumb. I basically tell myself how stupid I am for Cause you are Because you basically know what you were pulled oh, over. Oh, yeah. I mean, anybody knows what they're being pulled over for. 99%. N- yeah, yeah, a good I mean, if you've got a light out or something like that, you might not be aware. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, there's, there's things that you don't. Well, but here's the thing, though. If you are being responsible, a lot of times you do do a, you know, you walk around your vehicle at least, you know, every now and then to, to see if you're doing, you know. Do you pre-trip your Honda Pilot, Ruthann? No, I do not pre-trip my Honda. So that you're not being responsible. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. I, I, I Mr. Trucker does it for you. I, well, Mr. Trucker don't like to do nothing to my vehicle half the time. He'll put air in my tires if I need it. Who washes your vehicle? Does my vehicle need to be washed right now? Yes. yes. It's been raining though. Who washes your vehicle? 99% well, of the time. then I'd say God, because God's been washing my vehicle because it's raining. <laughs> yeah, but who washes it with the power washer? And, you do. And, and the tires. And, okay. Yeah, but, so, you know. So then don't say I don't do anything. You do do, when we get that, that, that love bug season, he does keep the front of my vehicle love bug free. That's a bad thing, the love bug oh. season. We'll talk about that another time. So okay. you get pulled over by a cop. All right, and then um, as they're walking up, I'm thinking, okay, uh, make sure, first of all, where I'm armed, I'm a carrier, so the first thing I got to do is I got to make sure, okay, do I have my gun on me, or is it in my glove, or where is it, so that I can be better prepared for that. A lot of times I'll already, as he's walking up, take my wallet out, because I don't want to be reaching into my purse when he's actually standing there. If you're you're smart, you already get your license registration, you know, your registration at least out your glove box, so... I'm at least prepared for the first couple questions that I know he's going to ask me for. License, registration, and do you know what you are doing? And most of the time they say, are you armed? Right. Okay. So then you politely tell him, you do tell him that you're armed? Well, yeah. Okay. I'm just making sure how you know. Because, like, you know, first off, in the, you do not have to tell a cop. You in don't have to volunteer. I think there's one or two states you do. I think Louisiana is one you Louis- have to tell them I am an armed person. Correct. So you're better off knowing the laws in each state first right. off. Okay. So anyways, so you make them aware of everything and then you do you ask him or do you say, why did you pull me over? Where, where, how does it start? Well, usually they tell you why they pulled you over. They'll say, do you know why? And if you say no, then they'll tell you, hey, I pulled you over because of this. So those questions are usually answered in the beginning. Okay, let's, let's, let's play cop and, and, and pull over girl. Are you a good cop or a bad cop? It doesn't matter. You don't know. Okay. Okay? All right. Ma'am? Yes. License and registration, please. Yep. Do you know why I pulled you over? No. You were speeding. Was I? How much? You were doing 15 over. Ooh, I'm sorry. Okay. Anyways, I'll be right back, please. So that's basically your conversation? Pretty much. I really? Mean, yeah. I See, might... I'd be like, uh, I was? Uh, I didn't know that, honestly. Well, it depends. I mean, if I knew I was doing it, then I've de- of course, definitely. I especially... had to step on it to pass that car back there. But <laughs> heck, I don't know. Is I really at a 15? Okay. Is there any way you can give me a break, sir, please? It depends. It really depends on, on you know, if I knew how bad I was doing it. And then... Here's the thing. If you let the cop go and pull your information mm-hmm. right away, right. they'll see already that I have nothing on my license. I have no no problems. So when they come back, then I'd say, is there any way, you know, because I was so stupid, and is there mm. any way that we can correct this? Right. 
So, okay, so do you question? Here's the question. Let's say you disagree with the cop. Let's say he tell, tells you, well, you were doing uh, 15 over, and you know for sure. In fact, let's say you already know you were not doing 15 over. Maybe the guy that was flying by you was, and he accidentally shot you. Or maybe maybe it's a judgment call. He's saying, oh, you just, just did an unsafe lane change. See, some, some calls, and one of the things that I've always been a big uh, advocate on the truck driver's side for, of course, because I'm a trucker, but... But if I'm being righteous about it, okay, um, there's there's certain tickets following too close, illegal lane change, unsafe lane change, unsafe movement, blah 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 blah, right? Where it's a it's not a radar gun that's gonna say, oh no, listen, here's the numbers, the proof, you're gonna have to fight this in court. It's really based on the eye of the cop, okay? And so my question to you is, let's say you got pulled over and he said, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling you over for an unsafe lane change. And let's say the cop didn't see uh, something that was in the road you had to swerve, or maybe someone cut you off and you had to swerve, or maybe somebody was coming onto the highway on a ramp, you know, on a get on ramp and you, and they didn't, they just merged and, and, and made you have to really make a quick move. What? Where did, what does your attitude, which way does your attitude go at that point when he says, I'm pulling you over for this thing right here, this illegal lane change. Now, all of a sudden, boom, you realize that's a bad ticket on my license. That's an expensive ticket. I'm out of state and don't, now I have to come back here to fight it. All this stuff goes through your head. Now, what do you do? Do you plead with him? What, talk to me. For, be honest now. Well, I know, but I want you to be honest. I don't want you to just have this goody two-shoes Florence Nightingale attitude. I want you to give the true what you would do. Uh, well, first of all, I am somewhat Florence, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. First of all, when you're dealing with someone in authority, you do not want to get aggressive because the first thing they're going to think of is you're a threat. And if I did something and I knew... You know, even if I did an erratic lane change, if I did it for a purpose of avoiding an accident, I w and, and I knew that there was no one next to me, so it might have been erratic where I quickly went over, but there was nobody right there that I wasn't impeding them, then I would, you know, I would, I would kind of not plead, but I would just basically in a calm way at least state my case. I would say, hey, I'm really sorry that you seen that it was erratic, but here's what happened from, from where I'm sitting. This person that you know, came onto the ramp pulled out in front of me and I made the, the quickest move I could without creating an accident and I knew my left side was open because I watched my mirrors constantly. Or if it was something more um, where, you know, another incident where that you were saying, I was trying to remember all the different kind of incidences, but I would basically tell them, I did what I thought was was the better of the situation. I'm really sorry that you might have seen it being erratic, but in my in my vision, it was either that or an accident, and I was trying to avoid that. I have a dash cam, so I would have probably also hit the record. You know where we have it, where it loops. I would have probably hit the button to where it would have recorded the last so many seconds, so that I could play that back also to show proof. Okay, ma'am, uh, that's not the way I've seen it. I'm going to cite you. You complete your case in court. It'll you just pay the fine or not pay the fine. This is not an admittance of, of, of admittance of guilt or not by just signing this ticket. 
And all you have to do is either write in, call in, and find out when the court-appointed date will be. Uh, thank you very much. Now what do you think? He didn't want to hear you. I could still plead my case in front of a judge. Okay. And, that, and that's all. So that's where your mindset was. Look, I'm not going to get into an altercation here. No, why blah, should blah, blah, I? First of all, it's on the side of the road. If he's not hearing me, what good would it do for me to argue with him? Because all it's going to end up doing is making more, more problems occur. He can, you know, they can get you with a lot of stuff just because you're arguing with them. And I'm not going to do that. I'd rather go and put it in front of a judge. <coughs> they would have more apt of hearing me. Okay, so in the, in the news this week, all right, there's a, a case uh, going on where a driver, in fact, to be honest with you, it's, it's funny, I forgot about this, but I actually have a similar incident that happened to me in New Jersey. If you, I don't know if you remember it or not, back in the day, but, and I'll go over that here in a second, but uh, a driver, truck driver Casper Brisbane was in... Uh, I guess the Adele, Georgia area. Now, you already know the Georgia cops. They got them mirrored Cobb County cops. Huh. Remember that movie, Cross the Making Line? But anyways, now, I, I, he gets pulled over, right? And here's what happens. He has his dash cam, and allegedly a trucker is trying to get over. Another trucker's trying to get over. He's in the middle lane, and another trucker's wanting to get over. Because there's a cop on the side of the road, which is, of course, the legal the officer that's involved in this. So they're trying to obey the law. The law states that you're supposed to get over for emergency vehicles. Mm -hmm. So the trucker comes over, right, and the cop pulls him over. Now, I watched the video, and if I'm being honest, it only has a couple seconds of the trucker being in front of him, which they're both truckers. And it, it doesn't look like the trucker's really that close to him, to be honest with you, to where he was following too close, unless he caught up and then the cops seen it. I don't know. It didn't look like he was following too close in defense of the driver at that point. But now if the driver caught up to him, okay, then that means the driver kept going and was following too close. And again, I don't know because they didn't ironically put the footage of him following. So There's also on that footage. Right. I didn't see a timestamp or a date. Right. Okay. I, mean, I could be wrong there, but I didn't. Well, I like mean, you said, it's only a couple seconds. So yeah, I think I think it's legit. The film. I just think that why why wouldn't you put out the part where you where the cop is seeing that you're following too close? Because clearly in the video he's not following too close. Right. But that's also cut out to where he does catch up to him because. He kind of admits it in a sense by saying, well, he had to come over. So I don't know if, if maybe the trucker, uh, Brisbane, his name is Casper Brisbane. And I don't know if, if he caught up to the other truck or could have slowed down before he caught up to him. I don't know those circumstances. So I'm not going to judge Casper on that respect. But I just don't like when claims are made on videos and you don't see enough you don't of see everything to make an honest opinion on right it. but here's what we do see okay it gets very heated arguing okay and 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 here's what let me tell you what you said you do when you get pulled over i believe is the way we should do it first off nothing good ever ends when you're arguing especially with an authority and what people got to understand a cop is the authority 
in the traffic. Too many people out there think he's not my boss. But in a sense, and I looked up a lot of the laws. Go ahead. You were going to say something. Well, I was just going to say that, you know, first of all, when you argue with someone, what, the first thing you think of is I'm being threatened. And if you're going to argue with a police officer, especially in the way things have been the last few years with police and suspects or other people, period, the, the c civilians, there is so much uh, conflict going on where the civilian's saying one thing, the cops are saying another, and cops are being videoed and recorded too. So even if you know, you're videotaping what's going on or you're going through whatever's going on. The cop has his, his video cam on also, so you're getting more than one side of it generally. But if just like if anybody would come up to me and start arguing with me, I'm going to first think, okay, why are they getting in my face? Why are they arguing with me? Why I'm feeling threatened just because of the aggression that they're putting towards me. Yeah, so, and, and look, I want everybody to know whether, I'm going to play a little bit of the audio from that video whether he is right or wrong when it came to the following too close oh, judgment call. And again, I am a, a big advocate for, okay, I would like this. Now that we're in the video era, mm. the video age, when a cop says that man's following too close, I really believe that cop should have to produce the video because it's a judgment call. It's almost like what they call probable cause. I can make up anything I want to in order to pull you over. Now, I'm again, I'm not trying to take this pod in any weird direction. I'm just saying I'm not making the judgment whether he was right or wrong on the following too close. Yeah, you can't. We can't. Because there's not enough. Right. There's not enough video evidence. But it escalates into what I believe is the wrong way to act when you get pulled over. Like you said, hey, I pull over. Um, and, you know, I read I read up a lot on it. And a lot of people are saying, look, when you pull over, best thing you can do is, if especially it's at night, first thing, turn your dome light on so the cop can clearly see that you're not in any way a threat to him. Second thing, keep your hands on the steering wheel. Don't even go in your glove compartment to get your insurance and your license out or anything until asked because the last thing you want a cop to think is, and again, you've got some nutty cops out there that may draw their gun right away because you're reaching for something. Mm -hmm. So you 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 wanna you wanna just keep your hands on the steering wheel and and politely say what what seems to be the problem, officer? What did, is there something I, I I did that I'm not aware of? And and and, and without admitting guilt. And it, and it says you don't ever have to admit guilt. In fact, the worst thing to do is to admit guilt because obviously. If you end up having to go to court, you can a lot of times get it pleaded down to a lighter or even thrown out. But when you admit it, you're, you're pretty much done on, on the spot because that stuff will be used against you. Okay. And stay calm the entire time. I'm, I mean it. The worst thing you can do ever is try to match authority with a cop. It's You already are going to lose when he says, <laughs> I request back up. You know, that's the last thing you want to hear when you're out there at a traffic stop. No, I, I'm agreeing with you. Um, I know there's times where people say about requesting a supervisor or another person, depending on the situation. Yeah, I think that would be, you know, yes, request it. But 
Um, I also, when I was watching the video, I don't know if you looked it up, but he was saying that he's not, he's, he was refusing to, to do certain things. I have it all right here. We're going to play yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I was looking up that too, because I wanted to know certain things that were, whether or not they were lawful or not. Lawful. What did you look up? Um, is it the law that a driver has to step out of a vehicle when asked by a cop? Yes, it is. Yes. Yes, it, it is. is. Every place you look up, it says that. Yes. And now, I'm glad you brought that up. I was going to bring it up also. But yes, absolutely. Because he Once, kept seeing it, saying it over and over and over. And if you're refusing yeah. to do it, the cop automatically will think that you're a threat. Yeah. Once you're pulled over for a traffic infraction or whatever you want to call it. Anything. Yeah. Anything. They said anything. It don't matter. They have the right. To, in fact, they have the right. They have three ways of actually even searching your vehicle if they want. Mm -hmm. One, they can ask consent. Two, they can... If they have probable cause, they can remove you from the car, okay? Mm -hmm. And but but realistically, they really need to have a warrant, okay? But while they're waiting for the warrant, I read they can absolutely have you sit in the back of their squad car right. while waiting for assistance to search that car with a legal document to do it. Mm -hmm. And it did say, look, if you have something in your car that's probably not legal, the best thing you could do is not consent to search just in case you would go to court and they did it illegally because cops can do stuff illegal also, get, get then out. it would be thrown out. Correct. So the best thing to do is, but the, always the best thing to do, honestly, is to be Cooperative, cooperative and calm mm -hmm. stay calm i promise you that old saying you get more flies with honey than you do with vinegar 100 mm -hmm. percent is always going to win so with that being said i'm going to play the first part of the uh thing and i'll probably have to edit it because i'm never did it this way but i'm going to play a little audio for yeah, this everybody this is a new this is new for us we're going to try and do this yes sir how you doing i'm all right are you a supervisor? Yes, sir. I'm a okay. supervisor. Okay. He said he was, sir. I just want a supervisor. He is. He's a supervisor over traffic. Okay. Supervisor over the sir, I want a supervisor. He's trying to give me a ticket for letting somebody over. So why not let somebody over, sir? That's why they make sure. Okay, then. All right. So here's, here's really what it comes down to, okay? So now, here's you can already hear in the guy's voice, okay, that he's upset. Yeah, Casper's agitated. Yeah, he's he's agitated, and he's he's you know whether he's you know and again here in defense of a trucker, it's at night. He may be tired. He may have been going all day, right? You know how it is when you're cranky and tired. You're in fact, Ruthann. If everybody really wants to know, in the morning, it's like trying to wake up a zombie. When 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 I try to wake you in the morning, I I, I look like a zombie sometimes too. Yeah, but and you are very. I, I don't like mornings. Like Never everybody did. thinks you're this little sweet girl. Oh, if they no. could, if they could just hear you in the morning. <laughs> That's it's loud. like the demon or something. Okay, so I hiss a little. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, but no, maybe the man's tired. I mean, it could be. It could be many things. He could have had a really bad day. Any, there's so many things that can happen to make someone be in a bad mood or jump to conclusions. Right. The problem is, is you've got to pick the right time to say to yourself, I need to not let whatever's going on in my life interfere with what I'm doing right this moment. That's correct. There's, you, you know, I, I, I knew a preacher once. He, he used to say, if you really want to have a good day, almost every morning, you got to get up and plan to be good. Mm -hmm. And that's actually a good thought. If every morning you can get up and go, 
All right. Um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in a good mood for this one reason. Yesterday, in the back of my mind, and guess what? I am going to 100%, 100% try to be considerate the rest of the day. And you know that would make a better person. Anyway, so I'm not here to give that advice. I want to just move on. Well, to- did you notice that when you started that, that was the beginning. Right, that's the So be- he was recording with his phone. Right. The the police officer. He he didn't put the very beginning of when the police officer walked up to him and said, "Hello, can I have this information or yeah. do you know why I pulled you over?" He didn't Well, it he sounds cut like all that out. It sounds like well maybe he only and, and again, he may have only just which it is legal. You can you can record a driver or oh, I know you I can. Re- wanna... I know you can record a cop. I'm not. That's not the issue at this moment. The issue is, did he? You could tell there was something that happened prior to that. Like you're right. saying, did he have? Did he? Did he kind of get into an argument and and get into it? Because it sounds like the cop asked him to get out of the vehicle, and he. Uh, is going to be getting a ticket for following too close and blah, blah, blah. And so that, of course, most most truckers know following too close ticket is a horrible ticket to get. So what happens next is he's, he does the one thing, give me your supervisor. Man, right. I'm going to tell you something. That's got to be almost a nightmare to a cop. And again, in defense of pedestrian people, truckers and other people. Civilians. Right, civilians. You know, you know, if you if you want to ask for a, a a supervisor, go ahead. But I'm going to tell you, that's the opposite of remain calm and and don't get into this escalating argument because we're going to play it here in a minute, and he's going to actually start cursing and calling them names. Well, not only that, but if you think about it, most drivers are on a time schedule, okay. And if you're going to sit there and ask for a supervisor. They're not just like, oh, they're only a mile away. Let me pull them in. They, they, there's a lot that goes to, you know, police officers when it comes to their supervisors or their, the ones that are higher up, however you want to look at it. Because each county and each, you know, state have different ways that they do it. Some have local police, some have sheriffs. It just really depends on what you're dealing with and how their, their, their system goes. You know, I, I read a law in California if you get pulled over, you do not, if a cop says, I need your ID and blah, 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 you can say that. I'm, the, I'm not kidding you. you. Look it up. In California, I didn't see it anywhere else. You could tell the cop, I ain't giving you my ID. And they cannot arrest you for refusing to give them ID. And my question is, well, how the hell do they give you a ticket? You know how many truckers have been like ticketed so horribly in, in California? You know, like a... A ticket in California is like quadruple the price. Yeah, but is that is that only for four wheelers, or does is it re- pertain to to co- yeah? Because see here, if it's a commercial driver, if you're in a commercial vehicle, you know, is the law sl- slightly different? But that that's just you know what they're getting to the point where with California, it's just going to be. Well, I mean, truthfully, I would have no problem with just putting a fence up to separate California from the rest of the United States, just when it comes to some of their their weird stuff. But there's good truckers out in California. I'm not saying there's not. It's just some of the, you know, some of the laws that are coming up there and some of the, the you know, I mean, even with the ports and stuff like that, some of the stuff that's just going on, it's just ridiculous. Oh, I know. And if, if we know that in California, um, trucking companies and people that are offering wages aren't allowed to, how, how they have to go by the point system and, yeah. and not... You can't say, oh, I make... 60 cents a mile it's right i make 
60 points. Right. They it's have like this so weird stupid. this weird way of doing things in their advertisement. They're not allowed to say certain things and mm. and the uh, whole state's just kind of gotten a little wacky. Yeah, they have gotten a little wacky, but that's Hollywood. You know, again, you know, uh, I'm not here to pick no, on anybody. Let's go back to Casper and the cop. Right. Okay. <laughs> Casper and the cop. No, so anyway, so next I'm going to play us a little bit of audio and it starts getting a little bit more Okay, this is where he starts telling everybody or the cops, he says, I'm not getting out of this truck. I am not getting out. Okay, now you just challenged the authority when you say that. Well, I think in in between the first segment and this, there's really nothing but him saying, I want to see a supervisor. I want to talk to your supervisor. And okay, you ready? Yep. Well, give me the ticket. He's trying to get me out of the car at the truck. For what? What are you trying to get? I'm not going to walk back there with you. I promise you I'm not. And, and I refuse. I tell you what. Make me walk back there. You, are you arresting me? Are you arresting me? Okay, then. I don't have to, I don't have to get out of the truck. I'm not getting out of the truck. I'm not getting out of the truck. But I guarantee you I'm going to beat that ticket. I'm not getting out of the truck. I promise you I'm not. So you're getting out of the truck. Okay. I've asked you three times. Okay, as you can see, even the cops said we've asked you three times to and get out. And the cops still calm. The cops aren't aren't screaming at them. And I was They're gonna, calm. Yeah, and I'm glad you you noticed that too. And and again, I'm, I'm not here. I, so I don't want. I'm I'm trying not to be on either side. But if we're being honest, the cops, almost the entire time in this video, even up to, eventually they're going to arrest the man. But he, they they don't lose their temper Mm-mm. in any way. There's no. Not, and it's it's amazing. This goes on for what eleven minutes and forty eight seconds that we've seen, and there's also other video of obviously that we haven't seen yet. But so here he is now. He starts telling everybody, "I'm not getting out of the truck." Mm-hmm. Bad move. I mean, you you can't do that. So let me, um, let me go on to this next little segment here. Let me just play this for you, okay? Well, I'm not. Well, give me a supervisor. I asked you three times. I'm asking you more than one. You, you lie. Say you're the supervisor. Now he's saying he's supervisor. I am supervisor. Okay. Well, sir, just get me. Well, give me somebody over you then. I want a supervisor. I want a supervisor. Okay. You know what? This is a traffic stop. Give me my ticket. Start going about my way. I'm not getting out of the truck. I don't have to get the truck for for a traffic stop. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't. I won't. I I will not. No, I do not. By law, I don't. By law, I do not. I know my rights. Thank you. All right, so it doesn't stop. And, and, and just like we said in the beginning, when you start fighting with a cop, whether you're a civilian or you're a trucker or whatever you are, when somebody that's supposed to be the authority is giving you command, okay, and you argue, nothing good can come of this. Mm-hmm. Nothing. I'm going to tell you there is a little bit of good that comes to this. Number one is these cops stayed pretty calm. Right. And, they and they're Georgia cops. Yeah, exactly, man. They didn't have the mirrored sunglasses on and they didn't pull out the billy club. He didn't even didn't reach for his gun or anything like that. He was actually a really calm, relaxed. In fact, both of them were mm-hmm. actually pretty calm. And again, I'm not trying. I, I don't want to be against truckers, but when you honestly tell a cop you this is the way it's going to happen, I'm going to. When you, I pull you over as a cop, and then you tell me, now I'm going to tell you how you're going to you're going to deal with me. I'm going to tell you my rights. First off, if you really did know your rights, you would know that when you get pulled over, 
the cop has the right, mm-hmm. okay, to to tell you to get out of that vehicle, and 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 he wants to talk to you out there. That's exactly well. Not only true. that, but you think it. Look at it this way. Um, in the whole video, the cops have to look up at him. They're trying to stay a safe distance from him in case he is a little aggressive, and they're still on the side of the road. So they're walking back and forth between his side and the the passenger side, trying to do this in a proper way to try and help, you know, to try and get him out. Um, There is also part in it, which you'll probably end up playing, where, you know, he just gets more aggressive. And the cops are like, if you think about it, they don't want to, the one thing cops don't want to do is get themselves in a situation where they either have to draw their gun I mean, that's one thing the cops really don't want to do, the good ones at least. They don't want to draw their gun. They don't want to draw a taser. They don't want to do any of that. What's going to happen here is you have a a perfect example of somebody that gets pulled over and doesn't want to cooperate. Whether you think you're right or wrong, that has nothing to do with it at, at that moment. When you're on the side of the road with a man that's got a gun at his side, whether you want to flex yourself and tell tell the world that you're right and he's wrong and you're going to show him in the end you're not going to show him you're always going to end up in jail okay you're always going to end up on the ground or somewhere with handcuffs on and so why take it to that when the rights that we have as people is to be heard in court okay Mm -hmm. and if something like this happens okay and you get aggressive let me tell you what happens now you're actually by fighting and being aggressive, you actually are making more of a case for the cops, mm-hmm. not for yourself. Right. So when the cops play all this, the, their body cams of the way you're acting in front of the judge, I promise you, it's never going to go right. And, and here's the other thing. If you're a trucker and you're out of state and now you're coming to Uncle Joe's backyard courtroom, okay, with mm-hmm. Boss Hog and all the other guys, <laughs> okay, I'm telling you... Guess what? Do you really think after they play that video camera that of you telling a, telling your local... I refuse. Right, of, of maybe somebody you drink coffee with mm-hmm. at, and at the diner. Yeah, maybe the guy on the jury, okay, or the judge might actually drink coffee with that cop every morning down at, at, at Aunt Betty's uh, diner, all right? And now you're going to go as a trucker into another state and tell the local cops... The way it's going to go down, I promise you, you'll not only lose there, but as soon as they see everything that happened, you're done, brother. You're you're not going to in any way. You are not in any way going to win. It's not going to happen. No. Not going to happen. No, because they they can have probable cause. Right. You know, and it doesn't matter. And and if they feel threatened, they have every right to act the way they do. Yeah. So so here's this next segment, okay? Is, is something that's amazing. The cop actually says to him, listen, see, this is some of the stuff that we didn't get to see. The cop says to him, hey, you said you have a camera. Let me see it. This cop is actually trying to not ticket this guy, okay? He's actually trying to do the right, do, you know, be, he's actually trying to be nice. And he says to the guy, here, listen, I'll just play it. Here, just hold on a second. Let me turn this up. Unless you, unless you, now, you're not. No, okay, hi, okay, and I asked you, I said, why are you, why are you, why are you stopping me? you like falling too close. I said, sir, I'm in the middle of lane. How am I falling too close when I let him over because of you? And you said you had a camera. I want to see your camera. Sir, don't worry about it. 
This is it's it's, it's why you know this, thank you. So he, he said, You said you have a camera. Let me see the camera. And and then Casper says, uh, no, thank you. No, you went, uh, 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 don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah, yeah. That's usually what we say to our kid when, when, when we tell them no, and they go, but why? And don't worry about it. Do you remember the, the, the panicky guy under the stage on the David Letterman show like 20-some years ago? So, like David would throw a piece of paper, and the guy would go, oh, my God, somebody's going to get their eye cut out. And he'd run off. He'd run out of the audience. And he, wasn't he the same guy that would go, yeah, yeah, that's the ticket? Do you remember that guy? That was funny. That was back. Never mind. I was going to say. I'm um, getting a weird look. Yeah, because I didn't watch David Letterman. But anyways, it's like, you know, let me see the camera. Uh, yeah, nah, yeah, nah, nah, don't worry about that camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Well, duh, he's asking to see the camera. If, if you sat there and said, I've got video uh, proof. I, I didn't, it, nah, nah, nah. I'm yeah. in the middle lane. I'm in the middle lane. Yeah, he, you know, the cop might have said, okay, hey, you know, you're right. I apologize. You know, I'm, honestly, cops can do that. Yeah. So, so anyways, that was the, the uh, uh, and uh, you know, this pod's getting long. So what I want to do is I want to skip. T- oh, here's the other thing I wanted to tell you. He just like raises his hand. <laughs> well, I, 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 well, there was so much that went on in this video. I know. He says, he says to them, look, I'm not getting out of this truck. Then he says, then he says to them, um, I'll, I'll get out of the truck if you're arresting me. Am I under arrest? Right. And then the cop says, finally, yes, you're under arrest. And then he refuses. Right. And, and then, then you've got to come in here and put the handcuffs on me. So the, right. the cop does. Exactly. <laughs> so then, yeah. So he tells the cop. If you're arresting me, I'll get out. Then the cop says, yeah, you're under arrest. Then he says, yeah, well, never, never mind. Get me a supervisor. I want to see the supervisor. So he starts yelling at the cop. But the cop was a supervisor. Right. Well, that's here and there. The bottom line is he agreed that if I'm under arrest, I'll come. So and eventually, and in Casper's defense, if eventually, in, in the end, the cop says, you are under arrest, and I'm coming in. He comes in. Casper says, no problem. He turns around in, in a peaceful way. And he lets the cop handcuff him. That that was that did happen. Okay. So in the end, I think it took more than one little peaceful way of doing but it. But you didn't. Casper there, was a little. There was still. no. There was no like you know struggle. No, what, there wasn't like a major struggle. No, no, not at all. And there was it's just like I said in his defense, he was he was finally all right. Damn it, I'm going right. You know, he's like finally realized. You know what? You got me. But there is one part that you missed. That you didn't say. Well, I, was, I actually have it. I have it. No. Okay. Go ahead and play that part. And I'll I want to play what, this part right here. Yeah. I'll this, tell you what I, what I remember. Okay. This, because uh, there's so many times where he says, I'm going to go if I'm arrested. Then he says, I'm not gonna. Then it escalates and it gets even worse. But here's the one part that I wanted to get. And here's a big no-no if you are a, a uh, getting into it with a cop. You don't want to go down this road. But, so hold on one second. Here we go. You, 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 and Barney Pfeifferdale wants to be, be, you know, saying hard asses for no fucking reason at all. And like I say, you don't even know what's going on. You come up being a bitch. He come, he jumps in my truck when he pull me out for a traffic stop. No, you just said I was. You just said I was under arrest for obstruction. Okay, well, I tell you what. <laughs> and that right there. That's where, okay, and I, and look, again, you know, it's night, you know, you may be tired. You know, truckers, we, we run, man. Mm-hmm. And look, you know how I am when I'm cranky. I mean, honestly, yeah. I've done stupid things the other day, you know, got into an argument with a guy in traffic. It was my fault. 
But the bottom line is, you know, when you're tired, you're cranky, your mind's on other things, you know, maybe he was trying to get somewhere. Now he realizes this is getting bad. Anyways, the bottom line is, you know, you don't start calling a cop a bitch. No. Okay. You're coming up here like a bitch. You know, wow. I mean, honestly, buddy, that that's that's not the way to go. You know, Barney Fife. That's such. That's like an old cop insult, by the way. The donut thing and the Barney Fife thing. I, th- I think that's kind of old school. You know, isn't mm-hmm. it? I mean, th- what's what's the first thing people say about cop? You know, what we used to say when we were kids, we'd see a cop walking. My buddy'd always go, "Hey, Troy, what's a penny made of?" And then he'd go, "Copper." <laughs> it was like stupid stuff. But the bottom line is. You know, he went all old school on this on this cop, called him Barney Fife, called him a bitch, started saying the F word. And you know what? The entire time the cop never flipped out. You notice nope. you yep. notice that cop didn't come back and get aggressive over that stuff? Cop, the cop was you know, both of them were really nice the whole time. And, you know, another thing that, that I think also is old school is when they call them pigs and stuff. I mean, honestly, that yeah, stuff is old. old. That's and Starsky we Hutch. still have good police officers out there we still have you know bad ones but we still and in general cops don't go into the profession to to do something bad with that with that position you know it's it's not like what was that movie where um it's it's got uh jack nicholson in it and he's a mob and the the guy wants to um oh you're talking about um oh gosh it's the one up in Knowing Boston, yeah, it's yeah, in Boston. I can't remember the movie. So, anyways, he went into the profession, but Jack Nicholson. The Departed. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not everybody is that. So, I mean, honestly, you just really have to remember, police officers are, are out there to protect us. But the one thing you didn't play in that whole video. What's that? I could find it. What do you need? Do you, do you remember when a piece of paper, when the cop got a hold of a piece of paper, it fell out of his truck? or oh, something? Oh yeah, yeah, I seen that. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember what it was? It was a ticket for him being in an accident just like a day before yeah. or something in the middle lane. In the middle lane. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, he did not make himself look good yeah. when he's out there and screamed that one. Yeah. So, you, and you know what? That, that again, I, I'm, I'm trying to find the good in every trucker. Okay. And here's the thing. This dude, not only it's night, he's tired, blah, blah, blah. But you're right. I forgot about that. So now what's on the guy's mind? Now I'm going to get a ticket for falling too close. And I was just in an accident yesterday or the day before. It was recent enough to still have the ticket in your truck. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and if he got a ticket, that means they were faulting him. Usually when you get a ticket, they're trying to fault you. But then again, in the state of Florida, they say everybody gets a ticket. So who the heck knows? But the bottom line is the stage wasn't set too good for this young man to, to get pulled over and it just did not end well because, again, if you read the report, okay, it was on uh, CDL Life. If you read the report, he got arrested and then he was bonded out the next day or released on his own recognizance or yeah, whatever. Yeah, bond. Yeah, he bonded. Yeah, so. But here's the thing. When, you ahead. know, and then he screamed at the very end, what are you doing with my phone? What are you doing with my phone? The cops had to take, they have to empty your pockets when they're going to put you in the back of their car. Yeah. And that's what they said. He goes, we're putting you in our vehicle. Well, and he did, and I did read it all. Casper did say that the cops tried to erase his uh, the video, his, his video, and all that stuff. So who knows? Again, you know, I this is stuff that we didn't see. We didn't see the beginning. And if you look at the video on CDL Life, you'll clearly see that absolutely it does. It, there's not enough footage in, in the very beginning. You got about ten seconds of of him driving. 
And there's just not enough footage to determine, first off, if he even was falling too close. Right, no. So that's in defense to Casper. But I think that that... And it's not timestamp. Like, you, you don't know. Right. That could have been footage from earlier. Right. So, I mean, the bottom line is it is what it is. And, you know, and I think it's right there at the scene. So the bottom line with it is this. He didn't put enough footage up there to show whether he was falling too close or not. You mm -hmm. know, you can't determine that. Um, the rights of a cop, look, whether you think you're right or wrong, whether you think you have rights, all I'm trying to tell you is it's not going to end good. And I'm going to tell you something else. That stuff, if, if he ends up getting fired and then they put that on his DAC, okay, and then the next guy that goes to hire him okay, receives a video from the previous employer saying, well, you know what, you want to hire the man, check this tape out. And now they start judging him on that, mm -hmm. on him losing his cool. Honestly, truly, and this should be a lesson for all of us. And he may be a great driver. Who knows? It's just that, you know, and hopefully, hopefully this stuff, honestly, for all driver's sakes, hopefully this stuff will get behind him. Because, you, look, you can make a mistake. God, God knows I've lost my temper a, a million times and said the wrong things to people, even you, and, and blah, blah, blah. And, and, and guess what? You know what? I've been given a million chances. So I hope the man gets another chance. I really oh, do. I do, too. I, hope I mean, that could have been just where, you know, in the last 10 years of his driving, he had an accident and then right, you know, days after just got that. I mean, he could have had a completely perfect record and it just you know within a few days two major things come up at him at one time and he might have been you know upset over that we can all understand all that but here's where i say get your in cab videoing because this would have proved yeah both. i mean this is this i mean it's sad that we have to go in today's society and have all this but if you want to really protect yourself if you know what kind of person you are and you want to protect yourself against everything Hey, Don't look hey, at the bad side of all of that. This is all good stuff. Hey, Ruthann, you know what? I just thought of something. If I was driving and I had an in-cab camera mm -hmm. and I got pulled over, mm -hmm. I would be, I would, just because of that camera recording me, I would be extra polite. I'd be like, <laughs> yes, sir. Is there anything that I can do for you, sir? I noticed that your car's a little dirty. Is there any way I can wipe I that some, down? I got some water right here. Would you like a bottle of water? Yes, sir. I just have a little cold water right here. But the bottom line with it is, you're right. In-cab cameras are actually on something like this would have proved everything. And not only that, but honestly, too, if if I see someone, if I see a, a lights up ahead on the side of the road, I'm automatically slowing down because I know people are going to be getting over, too. And, and look, here's the thing. As a trucker in the middle, when the other truck driver wanted to come over because of those lights, I should be slowing down to let him in. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and, and just, you know, hey, there's a situation up ahead. Slow it down. We'll resume our speed here. You know in a the law. So you should, you know, that's, right. it's, it's across the country. That's the law. So you should have already known that and you would have already been slowing down. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that we can speculate on, but. Yeah, there's no, and we're not speculating. And again, we didn't, we're not on either side here either. No. We're just commenting on what we seen, what was given to right. us. Okay. And look, Ruthann, um, she meant 
what she meant by putting a big fence around California. You know, would you? Would there be a gate to get in and out, Ruth Ann? For the good ones, yeah. Yeah, for the good ones. What about all the Hollywood actors and stuff? Would they be allowed to come out of California? You know what? No. No, some no. of them no. Leave them out there. Some some yeah. of them I don't want to... I mean, some of them are really good. Some of them don't put politics, religion, and all that stuff yeah. in with their... Exactly. With their, with their life. They keep their, their life of acting separated from their family life. That's the way it should be. Yeah. You know? I agree. 100%. You know, uh, it's just the ones that I just... All right. Hey, let's move on. I'm just missing with the you. The couch potatoes. <laughs> All right. Hey, do you have any advice? Any advice if you get pulled over, Ruth Ann? Uh, you got uh, any advice for these guys? Just stay calm and act professional because you really don't... You're a professional driver. Act professional when the cops pull you over because it could be something very simple. Yeah. could be something that you can have escalated and it's not worth your, your CDL over. Just remember, guys, whether you are in the right... Or you're not in the right. You have the time to talk. Right. You ha- you you will have the time to talk in court. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's and and they will allow you to talk. But whether you're right or wrong, okay. Trying to be the person in charge at that scene is never going to end good. It's the, if and here's the, my last piece of advice. I would ask. I would actually have everyone of everybody that probably disagrees with this pod. I would have you think of one thing. Put yourself in the place of the cop. And if you pulled somebody over because you thought they were following too close, that was your job, okay? And don't think like a trucker. Think like a person that's just doing a job. If, if you've seen somebody make an erratic lane change that you thought was, and you, maybe you didn't see why, or whatever the case was, and they wanted to assume trying to not listen and be the authority over you as the cop, what would, how would that situation end with you? We all know the answer. Well, not only that, I mean, I, I'm going to say one more thing because I have a habit of doing that. Go ahead. All right, so they see a person in a commercial vehicle where they believe was following too close. Well, they want to inspect that person. For all they know, he could have been so tired that he was not awake, and they would rather him get out, get a breather, do something just to be able to get to a safe destination and pull and sleep. Or could have been drinking. Drivers are known to do this stuff. They might have been thinking they're protecting the rest of the road by pulling that driver out off o- over and asking him step out for a minute, just so that we can, you know, like I said, either snap a little bit awake by moving around or if they can make sure that he's not under the influence. There's so many other things that the cops could have been thinking of. And one last thing that I would say also I didn't play. There's a moment where the cop says, literally he says, he says, all right, I, I didn't, I, I wanted to do it differently. You wanted to do it this way. You mm-hmm. want to go down this road, you know, and really what he was saying was, look, all at the worst that was going to happen was you were going to get a ticket. Mm-hmm. That is it. A ticket, a piece of paper handed to you saying you can appear in court and fight this, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Now you've got an arrest record on mm-hmm. you. Now, whether through an outcry, through trucking, they'll drop all the charges, who knows, okay? But the bottom line with this is... He could be set example of. Yeah, I mean, now you've got 10 times worse stuff going on here. And like I said, man, whether you're right or wrong, always remember that. There's certain situations you've got to recognize who you are. Mm-hmm. You, we all have a role 
every day. Hey, as a dad, I get up in the morning. My role is what? Make pancakes for the kids. <laughs> I'm just saying we all have a role to play. If I didn't recognize that, I can let a little kid starve. Uh, it's just it's a stupid analogy. But as a role, and I get pulled over, guess who I am? Guess what I am? When you're, I, the, you're the you're, you're I'm the target. Yeah. I'm literally when the cop that's got a gun and flashing lights, and he's deemed the authority over me. Okay, by that county, state, or the federal. Okay. Guess what? I am now basically the target. I am now the person that has the the obligation to cooperate. Yeah, because he could have been pulling you over for something. You might have not done anything wrong. He might have been pulling you over to say, hey, listen, I wanted you to know you've got these lights out or um, your tire or something. You right. know, there could be so many other things. Or But that doesn't mean anything at this point. At this point, when you're given command because you've been pulled over, at that moment, you literally have an obligation to cooperate or right. end up in jail right. or ticketed even more. Right. You just, people even get killed over this stuff. Mm -hmm. People have been killed. And believe me, it's stupid when a cop ends up pulling out a gun. But when you keep escalating and challenging, getting testosterone going to someone that was already told, here's a badge, you're the authority now. You know what? Why, why push it? Why this doesn't make sense, but it happens. Mm -hmm. And if you guys go into the next situation and remember, it doesn't end well. I will say, though, that uh, Casper was at least cooperative when they did come and approach at him. At the end, yeah. Yes, he did not fight and struggle, which happens with a lot of other people. I've seen many people fighting cops. This guy, at least, as soon as they got to him, he said, all right, you win. You know, he... Yeah, you know, when the cops pulled out yeah. his phone... He, the cop just like stopped the videoing. He just like just stopped it. Right. You know, the only thing that you hear is Casper saying, "What are you doing with my phone? What are you doing with my phone?" Right. You know, yeah. you can't take that or something. They say right. we're just putting you in the back of the vehicle. We gotta. But he did. It. He did reach a calm point. So, anyways, I think we're out of here, Ruthann. Right. Peace. All right. Peace. Praise the Lord. Hey drivers, Ruthann here. Pick up the phone and dial eight four four two nine two eight nine 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 if you're looking for a company. With new all automatic Kenworth T680s with APUs and fridges, this company offers lease purchase and company positions. Again, dial 844-292-8999.